but now it's time for our 360 spotlight today and we're focusing on the auto sector and joining us today uh, is Ivan Feinseth, the Chief Investment Officer of Tigris Financial Partners. Welcome to the show, Ivan. Uh, you know what? We're talking the auto sector. We've got Ford and GM earnings next week. And I saw that you just recently uh, posted um, some price targets on both of these names, higher than where they're currently trading. Uh, Ford just came out with uh, Q3 Euro 20 sales. We're down 35%. Is this a demand issue, Ivan, or is this a supply issue? First of all, I think it's a really exciting time for the auto industry. By this time next year, there are going to be over 30 electric vehicles on the market. Right now, there's not that many, but there are a lot coming from Ford, from GM, and some other manufacturers. So we have incredible demand on the side of the consumer to, to for personal transportation, to for vehicle ownership. At the same time, we still have the average age of the car on the road is close to uh, 12 years old, which is the trough in the demand cycle. And the third is we have a lot of exciting new cars coming out, including electric cars, cars with increased collision avoidance systems, uh, the beginning of autonomous technology for assisted driving, uh, incredible infotainment systems that will drive the connected car. So there's a lot happening over the next year. And both Ford and GM are leading the electrification of the automobile industry. GM has uh, uh, several new cars coming out, including uh, the Cadillac Lyric, which is a luxury crossover SUV EV. Um, they have uh, Mary Barra, the CEO, will debut the Chevrolet Silverado electric pickup truck at the Consumer Electronics Show in January. You have the Ford electric F-150, and the Ford F-150 truck is the largest selling vehicle in the history of the auto industry. Uh, pickup trucks have been tremendously popular and continue to be so. And you have a lot of interest from the consumer in uh, electric vehicles. And over time, the car, the batteries will last longer on a charge. You'll go farther on a charge. The batteries will get cheaper. They'll be charged faster and there'll be more places to charge them. So we're going to go through this beginning cycle of what is going to be very exciting for the auto industry. Yeah, and uh, I kind of wanted to hit on that because we've seen uh, Mary Barra kind of retransformational uh, effect that she's had on GM, the amount of money, the billions of dollars they're reinvesting into this. You've got a price target on GM of about 86 bucks, according to your latest note here. If you look at this going into earnings, is are there any concerns that the supply constraints might negatively affect maybe the next quarter or two, but the prospects looking forward are good for both of these stocks? Absolutely. I don't really know what's going to happen next week or what the results will be or the uh, impact that the ongoing or the processor shortage we're going through right now is having. But over time, we are going to see this transformation of car functionality being driven away from hardware and more to software-defined functionality and capability. One of the things that helped Tesla's recent success, both in their Q3 delivery numbers and their uh, earnings results the other night, was that they were able to use software, their software to reprogram functionality, the chips to actually work with less processors and make up for those certain processors that were not available. We're going to see this over time, that it will be all about 
software-defined functionality, which will be a huge benefit for consumers because consumers will be able to constantly upgrade their cars to get new features without having to necessarily replace their cars. And as cars move from, let's say, level one to two or three, level two or three autonomy, they will be able to add that functionality just by downloading it from the satellite. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a nice uh, little change uh, from from my con conventional car there, Ivan. But if you look at this, and we just had the results from Tesla, as you mentioned, uh, just a new a new all-time high uh, for this stock. They're the leader as far as global EV sales. But you're starting to see these competitors, whether it's Ford or GM, as they transform, and even VW and Toyota and Honda getting into this space. Is there no, enough of a moat where they can all rise with the, with the rising tide, or are there going to be winners in this space? Well, somewhat both, but the biggest competition to electric vehicles will be gas power, or what they call ICE, internal combustion engine cars. So that will be where consumers make the choice between going with a traditional electric car or going, a I mean, traditional gasoline powered car or going for an electric car. And I think that a rising tide will lift off all ships that as over time, consumers will just want more electric cars. And Tesla does have an incredible first mover advantage and they do have incredible brand equity and incredible technology. And, um, you know, over time, I think, well, one of the issues has been um, the transition from a gas to electric car that has maybe given consumers pause to even buying a Tesla. But as it becomes more of the industry standard, I think all of the car companies will sell more electric cars. Yeah, we need those uh, battery uh the uh, actual mileage to expand a little bit more. I think the adoption's growing a lot faster uh, than a lot of people thinks. Uh, and Ivan, you've got uh, long-term buys on both Ford, a $20 price target, and GM at about 86, above current share prices. So we'll continue to watch those names into earnings next week. All right, Ivan, have a great weekend. You too, thank you. All right, that's Ivan Feinseth. He's uh, the Chief Investment Officer at Tigers Financial Partners.